Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be coming to the end of Romans chapter 13 today, starting in verse 8. Owe nothing to anyone except your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. This is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Paul circles us back around again to see the purpose for God's law. Remember that as he talked about in Romans 7 and in other chapters as we've gone gone through Romans, that God's law cannot save us. It shows us our flaws. It shows us that as it's summed up in the uh, the verse from Leviticus 19.18, that we ought to love our neighbor as ourself, it shows us that we fail to do that. It shows us how we fall short to live according to the way that God would desire us to live. As we pursue our own desires instead of what God desires for us, it shows us our sinfulness. It shows us that sin seizes that opportunity to work death in us. And it invites us here, as Paul writes in the end of Romans chapter 13, to approach the law with the proper motivation, recognizing what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And as we recognize that, to approach us with the right kind of motivation. And that motivation is through love, through love for God. And because of God's love for us, we are able to come and love our neighbors as ourselves. It boils us back here to the point of love. It is the fuel behind our fire, so to speak. It is the motivation of our actions. Everything comes from the love that God shows for us. Remember, this is the unconditional agape love that Jesus talks so much about, especially John 3.16, one of the most famous verses in the Bible. God unconditionally loves the world. And because of that love, that love has been given to us. And the invitation then is to show that love for all people, to share God's heart for the lost. There is a reason why Jesus instructs us to love one another in this way, because that kind of love that he's talking about here, the unconditional love that doesn't ask for anything in return, that kind of love is increasingly uncommon in the world today. And that is why he comes and tells us that by this kind of love, people will know that you are disciples of Jesus through your love for one another. Paul spurs us on to urgency here. Don't delay. Don't put off this kind of right living or good action till the last minute. Don't procrastinate. Don't hold off for a more convenient time because as he talks about here, the the time is running out. You know how late it is. And he's not talking about the time of day. He's not talking about 930 at night or whatever. He's talking about a, a time when Jesus is coming back. 
and the amount of time uh, between now and then is growing increasingly short. Now, we're reading this about 1900 years after Paul wrote this letter, so that time continues to tick away, and it's closer now than when Paul wrote it. So the idea here is for us to act urgently. Jesus will return, and we have no clear idea on when that will be than Paul did. We have no more insight, no more knowledge on when Jesus will return. So the motivation here, the reason behind why we should do this is because Jesus is returning and that ought to spur on our love for other people with a greater urgency. Rather than live in the pattern of sinfulness, Paul invites us to put on Christ. Not for the last time does he start talking about taking off the old nature and putting on the new, like you would put on a new fresh set of clothes, fresh out of the laundry. He's talking about taking off the sinfulness, the stain that comes there, and instead putting on Christ, putting on clothes of right living. And he talks about that as being shining armor. Quite a picture for us to see as we consider the approach of Jesus' eventual return. Which leads us to today's takeaway question. Why should the thought of Jesus' return motivate us into this kind of action? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.